Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. This is the word of the Lord. And thank you, Father, for your word. And we pray that it would form us, shape us into your image in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for granting us your spirit, that the spirit of the Lord God is upon us, that at the day of Pentecost, the spirit descended upon the church to indwell the body of Christ, no longer to simply come upon a man or a woman to anoint them for great works, but to dwell within us the abiding presence of Jesus himself, the spirit of the Lord God is upon us. And we recognize our need for you, Holy Spirit. We are utterly dependent upon your agency, your power at work within us. We do not possess the requisite strength. We are not intelligent enough. We are not capable enough to effect everlasting change, eternal change to bring about your fruitfulness. We are prone to wander. We are needy, naked, wretched, poor, and blind apart from you. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Thank you, God, that you have empowered us. Jesus, you called your disciples to yourself and said, I will make you. I will make you fishers of men. Thank you, God, that you make us fishers of men, that you have anointed us, empowered us to bring good news to the poor. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Father, open our eyes to our own poverty of spirit, that you have anointed us in spite of ourselves. And may we remember from where you have brought us the pit out of which you snatched us, and may we be moved in like manner to bring the good news to the poor, to those who know their need, who are willing and ready to accept this news, this gospel, this great news of redemption. You have sent us to bind up broken hearts. May we extend the same comfort that we ourselves have been comforted by, Holy Spirit, the great comforter. Thank you for drawing near to us in our hour of need. Now quicken our hearts. Help us to see those around us who are broken, who've been shattered by life's difficulties. Impress upon us to move towards them with compassion, to bind up broken hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit, and to proclaim liberty to the captives. For those who are bound up by addiction, 
for those who are in prison in their own minds and habits. That Jesus has the key. He's taken the key from the warden. And for those who have responded to Jesus by faith, the cell door is unlocked. And now we are no longer prisoners, but in our minds for those who are in Christ. The prayer is not God set us free. The prayer is God make us aware of the freedom you've already purchased. And may we be those who proclaim that liberty, who make a declaration among the body of Christ that we are free men and women, and that we may not then use our freedom to indulge the sinful nature which you have put to death, but we would use our freedom to serve others, to worship God with our lives, to offer our bodies a living sacrifice. Again, in tandem with the Holy Spirit, would we exercise a ministry of deliverance and healing. And may we proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And it's not lost on us that when Jesus pronounced this, his mission, he ended right here at this statement. That he showed up to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. That the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro throughout the earth, searching for hearts that are wholly his, that he might support that man or that woman. And this is the year of the Lord's favor. We abide in your favor, not because of our own merit, but because of the meritorious actions of your Son, Jesus Christ. So we proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. His favor is for a year, his vengeance but for a day. But it is not lost on us that, God, you do retain vengeance, that vengeance is the Lord's. You will repay. Far be it from us to exact retaliation, to try to bring the wrath, the judgment of God down on our adversaries. We step back. We choose to forgive. We place those who have wronged us on your hook. We take them off of ours. We trust your economy for you to mete out justice and judgment according to your will and your design. We do not possess the wisdom to do it justly and graciously. You balance grace and truth perfectly. And we do not even begin to pretend to possess your wisdom in these matters. Father, you comfort all who mourn. That beautiful portrait at the end of the book of Revelation where you wipe every tear from every eye, that there is no more mourning or pain or death. And we live in that in-between time, the now and the not yet of the kingdom of heaven. There is still pain and loss, and yet you have commissioned us to be those who comfort those who mourn because we ourselves have been comforted by your spirit. We are those who look to the future with hope and great anticipation. And now would you use us, would we be your hands and your feet to distribute that same hope to a hopeless world? That we would grant to those who mourn in Zion to give a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. Father, may we be those people who make that exchange. May we be a servant-hearted people that serve our brothers and sisters in our small group communities, in our churches, in our families, in our cities. Would we be known as those who mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice? that make these kinds of exchanges, that step into people's pain, and instead of hopelessness, we don't offer trite, pithy sayings, but we do point to a resurrected Christ, and we retain and embody that hope. And even while we mourn, we rejoice. 
just as Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus and wept, engaging in the pain of those with which he was present, and yet in the very next breath called Lazarus out of the tomb. May we likewise engage in the pain of our friends and yet call out the resurrection power of the risen Christ that we may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that you may be glorified. May we, like those commended in Psalm 1 or Jeremiah 17, meditate day and night on your word, remain in you, sink our roots deeply into living waters, abiding in your spirit. And may we consistently, continually produce the life of God in and out of season that we would not fear when heat comes, we would not be anxious in the year of drought, but our leaves would remain green and we would not cease to bear fruit. And this would be a miraculous display that an unbelieving world would look at the church and see fruitfulness, love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control a planting of the Lord, that you may be glorified. Oaks of righteousness, spreading oaks that give shade to many. And they shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities the devastations of many generations. Father, may that be true of the body of Christ today, building up ancient ruins, that which the enemy has stolen and killed and destroyed. May we be those who build up, who do not use our words to tear down, our energy to divide or further fragment human society, but may we build up ancient ruins and raise up former devastations. May we repair ruined cities practically engaging the areas of need in our local communities and spiritually repairing the ruined relationships between man and God, among mankind, and even between mankind and the stewardship with which we are to have over the earth. May we repair ruined cities and the devastations of many generations. Would those be turned back in this day by your spirit as we humbly submit to you and walk with you and are formed into your image. In Jesus' name, amen.